celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. What did you do to the dog? I don't know. I didn't do anything to this dog. I'm crying. Is that a stain on your pants now? <laughs> I'm sure I think the best thing you can do is just let him ride it out. And... No! That's the worst thing you can do. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Wake up, Jeff and Jeremy. It's time to go to work. Uh, it feels good today. I'm awake. Friday. Got our big super party that we're going to be uh, giving somebody today. Last chance to get qualified for it. 840. It's all catered from the switch in San Luis Obispo. Good morning. And you, know, you know I love meetings, right? I'm a- <laughs> you have a lot. I have a I have a little league baseball coach this year. Again, again, yeah. This is this is the uh, moving on from the T ball to the uh, next level. Oh, really? Now are they under a slow pitch? It's a machine that, that tosses the ball, which which is in theory cool because it's consistent. You know, right. it's not the coach is doing it because co- a machine is going to be consistent every time, but. You and have no, to no seventy-six or seventy-year-old has to lose a an eye or a tooth to uh, a long well. Drive. If they do, if they do, then it's, it's the machine's fault. It's not my fault. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> saying, I'm saying when the batter hits the ball right back at the pitcher, and I don't know if their reaction. Oh, I see what you're is, saying. Yeah, is quite what it would yeah, be true. when they're a little bit older. But. True. Just the coach takes the line drive because somebody's got to load the ball. Oh, it's a pitching into machine. the machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you'll be fine. There's a screen there, right? No, no, not with this machine. Now, this are you? Are you? This doing machine's it all? weirdly medieval looking. Okay? Oh, really? It's okay. a contraption that when you hit the thing, it throws back and it, it catapults the ball at the at the plate. It's not like you know. You're what you're used to is is two tires running yes. together. You drop a ball in, and then it it's, it shoots a ball. No, those are too fast for these kids. So you need some kind of catapult type uh, contraption, oh. which looks like totally something medieval, and it hurls the ball to the plate and then they they swing and then they hit but here's the thing with a next level of baseball like last year i don't think we had a single meeting everything was handled in emails and i don't know if this is you know through the design of the league or the person that runs this division but man we got like three meetings minimum so far one was last night one was the night before and um, last night's was all about being positive in your coaching technique. <laughs> well, some parents probably need it. Like, see, I think that would probably <laughs> benefit me if I was going to be a coach. I, you, you seem to think that I need that just with our with the people that call into the show. So maybe you can share some of the bullet points on the meeting with me, and I could work that into my everyday life of how I deal with just people in general. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Because when once that. you hit middle age, you've just... I used to be so great, remember? You used to compliment me. God, you're really good on the phone with people. You really... It was, oh, it was a great voicemail you left. Now it's the opposite. I've lost all my patience, and all that has gone out the window. And now it's like, well, you know what? If you can't deal with this, or you can't... If you can't read out, my mind, if, if you can't read my mind, then I'm not talking no, to you. No, it's not even necessarily that. It's just <laughs> if I have to say this more than once, then I'm not interested in talking to you. 
All right? I should only have to say something one time. You're supposed to talk in an affirming manner, Jeremy. <laughs> That's oh, what, uh, like, literally, we had we had a meanie a meeting that said talk in an affirming manner, and then an hour of examples about talking in an affirming manner. Okay, well, coming up, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna show you what's wrong with today's youth. All right, and this is the youth, uh, the youth, yeah, the youth, the youth, the youth of America, the youth of America, and how you may find this cute. But uh, the, I think there's an underlying story here that is uh, causing a major issue with how kids are raised today, not mm-hmm. by everybody, but by some. And uh, we'll get to what that's all about coming up next. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. All right, so Jeff has got a, you said a meeting last night or was it tonight with your? One on Wednesday, one on Thursday. I have another one on how to drag the field coming okay. up. But in, the, the, uh, one, the one last night was about how you reinforce positivity. Yeah, aff- affirming, affirming, uh, you, you know, don't, basically don't yell at the kids. But <laughs> well, how are they going to learn? Well, the problem is, and this is, I was talking with some of the other coaches, they put them on kids that are also in their classes at school, right? So, so everybody on my son's team is all but two of them go to school with him. So they all have this, you know, built in wildness that only their, their teacher deals with on a regular basis. Now that courtesy is going to be extended to me. But you don't get the whole class. Obviously, you're just getting some of the boys that are just the boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm lucky. I'm real lucky. I just get the boys. <laughs> the girls are probably easier at that. <laughs> what, what grade are we talking about here? First grade. This is uh, kindergarten. Oh, kindergarten. Okay. Oh wow. I don't think I played baseball until first or second grade. Hey, That's slow awesome. baseball, man. They take their baseball serious. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, I, I got to imagine though. Sometimes you have to yell, right? You have to raise your voice sometimes. Yeah, you know me. I <laughs> this is this is probably going to be the biggest challenge. Well, I know this you and the, me. You yell at me, but I don't think I've never heard you yell at your kids. But I'm not you around. Know you, you know, your kids always well behaved. You, this might benefit you more than the kiddos. Uh, is is you know it, it'll spill over into my professional work. Either that, or it could have an adverse effect. I'm not allowed to do it uh, around the kiddos. So now um, you're yelling going, even more at me. That's yeah, fine. The, the I enjoy release. being yelled at. The release will be here at work. Yeah, my wife, on the other hand, she doesn't like it when I yell or I get fired up. And sometimes she thinks I'm yelling and I'm just talking loud. I'm just passionate. That's what I try to tell her. But anyways, <laughs> I'm that's, just that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm, I'm in the therapy. I'm in the therapy. Are you in the therapy, really? I'm, I'm The appointment's coming up, yes. it's uh, they're, they're backlogged, so it hasn't happened yet. Can't but, you do something else besides go? I mean, do you want to go to therapy? I, I'll this, give it a shot. Why not? It's it's actually, uh, I don't have to go to the office. I can do it uh, right over like a Zoom type deal. It's uh, I forget what they call it, but you just tell them, and you know, my, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm going to sit down, and she's like, why are you here? I'm just like, because I want to be a calmer person. I don't want to be. See, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's good. I think you should just be who you are. <laughs> That's me too, me too. And you think my wife would, you know, well, adjust okay. after twenty something years, twenty eight? But no, she's like, you need to talk to somebody. I'm wor- my mom. I'm worried about you. I'm like, 
I'm the same person. Am I not? You've known me for 20 years. Have I changed? I think I'm the same. I don't know. The only thing is alcohol con- consumption. That's the only thing. <laughs> I used to drink way more. Stop talking. Stop it. I'm telling you, Stop Bill it. W. Bill W. is totally free. <laughs> well, the reason I, I brought this up is because this mom posted this video of her six-year-old, and he wants to talk to the government because he's ready for change. All right? Take a listen. Um, I'm Brody, and this is for the government, and I'm protesting, and I want three oh, days God. off of school. Oh, yeah, I've been right. tired of school lately, and I've been dreaming for three days off. <laughs> Two days is not enough. I need three days off. I need time to just play and stay home and do whatever I want outside. Now, his mother probably wants three days off, too, which who doesn't want three days off? But here's the problem. You know, she's posting this video, and it's cute, and we didn't have this when we were kids. And, you know, but I'm just trying to think how my, you know, parents would have reacted to this. And they would have said, no, you need to go to school and you need to go to school five days because you need, you know, you need to learn how what what, you know, discipline is and work and work. Some would suggest that you might even need to go more. Do you do you hear the latest proficiency in math numbers out of the uh, Paso Robles High School? I did not. Graduating seniors this year. These are go- They're going to graduate despite the fact that only 25% of them know how to do math. One in four are proficient in math. And they're 100% going to graduate. That's trouble. Because I got to be honest trouble. with you, I'm not bragging here, so, but I I graduated with a pretty high GPA. It, wasn't like, it was like a 3.86. And I was terrible at math. Yet they said I was very professional until I went to college, and I realized that yeah. I needed well, I needed a lot more help in the math department than what Bethel High School taught me when well, I was. A what kid. have we learned about college over the years? It's a business. College is a business, right? So they're going to accept them because if they don't accept them, then they're not going to be in business. But they're going to make you take these two classes before you get into the class you should already be ready to take. Oh, good. You're bad at math? We've got a couple classes you can take. (laughs) Right now, recruiters are crawling all over that Paso Robles High School campus. Yeah, it's only going to take you an extra semester or year. All depends on your discipline. Wait, you went to school five days a week, right? <laughs> Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. All right, we got the KZOZ Super Party where we bring the, uh, the the food to your big party. It's all brought to you by Astound Broadband. It's really hard not to say Super Bowl. I, I, I got an email the other day from our, uh, I forget the name of the department, but they... Um, they the pre- Ways and Means Committee? They pretty much, you know, listen... The things that we do and then tell us, well, you can't say that. Um, so, um, but we're talking about the Super Bowl and we're talking right. about you winning food from the Switch Slow. So we'll just call it the KZOZ Super Party brought to you by Astound Broadband, the Central Coast new and only fiber net internet company. By the way, at 840 this morning, this is how you get into the drawing and uh, we'll do it with MindFunk. And if you get the question right, you'll get a $50 Visa gift card. And then uh, if you if your name's drawn out of the hat, we'll do it right after. Uh, Susanna and the KZOZ crew are going to come to your house on Sunday with a bunch of food from the Switch Slow. Los Osos Valley Road, right next to the Ribline, if you want to check them out. KZOZ.com for all the details. Of all the jobs that Seth had while he was uh, employed here, now Seth's retired now. Seth used to do middays, but he used to have a lot of jobs. I think he even, hell, for like a week or two, did our job. Uh, Seth Blackburn! Yeah. How is it that he was not the the guy appointed to 
tell, listen to the radio and tell people what they can and cannot say. I mean, that would have been a perfect job for Seth. Oh my God, I would have killed him. I would have killed him and quit. God, I'm trying to think, what is the name of that department? They, they, they look at rules and they make sure that you're doing things right. And, um, ah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. The balloon from China. So um, the latest has come out on the balloon. Um, compliance, by the way. Thank you, Richard from Napomo, com- the compliance, compliance department. Yes, compliance. I don't even know the department. We have too many departments in our building. So. Uh, the State Department, Jeremy. They yes. don't have anything to do with what we say, uh, but the State Department official. They they are the ones that are responsible for our safety in the United States of America. They said they're exploring possible action against the government-linked entities involved in manufacturing China's balloon and broader surveillance programs. Um, I know that the news broke uh, in the last 48 hours. Uh, the fact that the balloon, this wasn't the first balloon. There was other balloons. One sure. was flying over Hawaii. One was over here uh, down south uh, over Coronado. Um, and this all happened during the, uh, the Trump administration. And people didn't know about it till after the fact. They're like, oh, hey, the other day there was a balloon here. This time I think China got super duper brazen because I think that those were those I were this like was, I like to call hits. it a test the waters balloon. Let's see what we can get away with, uh, you know, with the Biden administration. And let's. Because you know what, if Trump over was the in office, continent. as soon as he would have, fa- we would that thing would have been blown out of the sky before we even had a chance to find out about it, right? I would hope so. I mean, he would have, as found- soon as he found out about it, he would have been like, "Take it out, China, China." They found that there were antennas on this thing with large solar panels capable of powering an array of intelligence collection sensors that those antennas were at the tip of those antennas. So the solar panels were, were um, I guess, transmitting information back oh, yeah. to sure. China. So us shooting it down out of the sky, not us, the United States shooting it out of the sky, really didn't do much because... Well, sure they, it did. If you would have done it when, it when they found it over Montana, instead yes. they let it go all the way across right. the United States. I mean, it's like you would have at least prevented some information from getting back to China. But I understand this what you're is, saying. This is what makes m- m- me mad at the level in which we are taking this serious. China said, no, 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 the balloon, that's a civilian uh, craft conducting meteorological uh, research. And and, and we, we are very mad at you in the United States for shooting it down because we weren't able to get that weather information. Oh, yeah, we were, we were trying your- to solve climate change. Come on, man. We were going to solve it, man. Global warming. Um, but the um, tests that they're running on what they've been able to collect so far finds that uh, the craft was indeed designed for high altitude spying 
and uh, the U.S.'s actions were justified according you to the United States. That Joe didn't bring this up at the State of the Union. He didn't talk mm. about China too much. He didn't talk about the balloon. He he, he painted a picture that we're doing so great. I mean, it was such a BS. We didn't really talk about it much, but I was just sitting there thinking about it afterwards, going, "What a bunch of I mean, BS." Just I, lies. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe. And then he was oh, just making lies. stuff up, and everything. It was it was ruckus in there, and. Oh, it was nuts. But yeah, I noticed he didn't bring up the balloon. He didn't bring up China. He didn't bring up a lot of that kind of stuff. He just talked about how the borders are secure, which is BS. He talked about how the economy is doing better, which is BS. I mean, it was just insane. It was like, do you really think people are this dumb? Maybe they are because, hey, the midterms didn't go all that bad for him. So maybe he's like, hey, I could just say whatever I want. People will believe me, and I don't have to be held accountable for it. So a balloon with surveillance capabilities was allowed to fly in, across the entire continent over sensitive sites to gain information on our military is and what weather, the United and States weather, and weather. No, no, but what the United States has found is it's, whether it was malarkey. They, they now say that. So they know that. What do you think our actions are to punish China? for doing this besides shooting down the equipment that had already transmitted what they needed as far as the information. I mean, the first thing I think of is, um, is taxing, you know, goods that come from China. Um, That's not well in a roundabout way, kind of, but not really. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, right. A tariff, like a full on yeah, tariff. Yeah. Like, a full yeah. On, like it, like serious. And, uh, but that's, yeah. Other than that, I don't really know what you can do at this point. There are six companies that, uh, supply six Chinese companies that supply the Chinese military and intelligence with their technology. Our punishment is to no longer do business with those companies, which we were probably no longer doing business with anyways. <laughs> we'll show them. We'll show them. Oh man. I tell you, it's, you know what you should do? Apologize. Uh, what you right. should go do back to the hotel is go. Yeah, go back to the hotel and grab something to drink and turn on your TV to YouTube and look at the Sarah Huckabee Sanders rebuttal. That's a great response, wasn't the it? Union. I watched the wasn't whole thing. The, I got to tell response. you, I got to tell you. Towards the end of it, I man, mean, I got I teared up. I mean, I was just so I just you uh, teared up. Of course you did. Was there any turkeys involved in the No, in the no. When, when they were talking about going to Iraq at the very end, did you not catch no, that it part? Was, no, yeah, I saw it. I saw the whole thing. Uh, yes, it was, it was, it was, it was great. It, it, you it didn't was, get emotional. It, that didn't strike a chord with you. That didn't give you yeah. goosebumps that she was pulled away from her family at Christmas to do this. And I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. I want everybody I to watch tell this her kids rebuttal. where she was going. Cause it was high, high oh, yeah, security and secret. all that. And she yeah. was with the president and what they did for those troops. But I'll that I'll, to me, I'll, I'm sorry, that got me a little. It's getting me right now. After her response to the State of the Union, I seriously thought, man, I'd, if she ran for president, I'd probably vote for her. Oh, no. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there watching <laughs> that going, this, she really just, she's just getting started. And, uh, it was really good. And you remember how good she was when she was press mm. secretary. I mean, she is going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait I, for the day that she's ready to run. I would love to see the compare and contrast. Between KJP and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I would like to see her in SHS. I mean, it wouldn't even be a fair fight (laughs) to put her and Joe Biden in the same room and have a debate. I mean, are you kidding me? 
He couldn't even get through his own jokes at the State of the Union. Yeah. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. There's a new pill out, especially if you feel a little mm, uncomfortable after you eat. Get a little constipated. Uh, they are working on a new pill that will, uh, oh, it'll rattle the crap right out of you. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. The pre-programmed timing of the mechanical stimulation is thought to improve the natural colonic mobility by leveraging the colon's biological clock. The disposable capsule is expelled with natural bowel movements. This is a pill that apparently does the does the shake, rattle, and roll on the way down. So okay. uh, you you could apparently uh, you know dislodge whatever is you know all backed up. Okay, two things on this. Okay, two things on this. One, this is going to be wildly popular with women. Okay, <laughs> this 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 pill is going to be wildly popular with women. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can put together why the reasons for that. Jeez, oh, Jeff. <laughs> and two, two, they already have this. They've had it forever. It's a Mexican jumping bean that you're swallowing. <laughs> I think you're going to say an enema. <laughs> the enema seems to work just fine. I guess it's a little intrusive. I've never tried to give myself one of you. No. Uh-uh. I, I remember my, gonna... my poor little brother had some issues when he was a young boy, baby, into toddler. My mom used to have to give him enemas. He would cry, his stomach would hurt so bad. And then I remember one time looking in the toilet after she had done her thing, and I couldn't believe that came out of him. It was like the, it was like an alien. It was so big. I went, oh, my God, what is wrong with him? <laughs> so for people that have these issues, I'm glad they're working on something. Um, I believe it. I believe it works. Uh, here's why. My daughter, and she's going to kill me for this, but twice a week she does gymnastics for four hours a day, okay? And she gets done. It's at the end of the day, and we have a 30-minute drive home. <laughs> the way she sits... <laughs> On the way home, because she doesn't want to do her duty at the at the at the public restroom, she wants to do it in the comfort of the home. I understand that. I do too. I'm the same way. I hope sometimes until the end just, of the day. You you. I guess as you get older, you, then you start to risk versus reward. Oh, that reward would be great to do it on my bathroom, but the pain she's and the suffering I have to go around. Through. She's jumping from bar to bar. She's falling off of beams. There's a lot of jarring of the body during the gymnastics right <laughs> and it's like clockwork i mean i like the i i i've never seen somebody more regular when it comes to that and i believe movement is what do, does it so then why wouldn't doctors say hey if you're constipated you don't have to take a vibrating pill you don't have to take a laxative Go you don't for have a to walk. do any of this yeah, go go do some go do some exercise. No, do I do this. Jacks. I do this all the time, and and I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, 
a lot of times I'll be going out for the day with friends. We'll go on a ride. We'll go fishing. Mm-hmm. I'll be somewhere where there's not going to be a bathroom. So you get up in the morning and you start drinking coffee. And, you know, some people I know will smoke cigarettes just to get their, you know, to try to do yeah, that morning a, routine. I've, I've heard that that's a laxative as well. Yeah. But what I found is works the best is when I start getting all my gear together and I'm loading coolers or what food and I'm moving around. And then all of a sudden that's when I have to go. So I'll just walk. I'll run up and down the stairs. Like we got some stairs there. I'll run up and down the stairs. I'll, uh, I'll go for a walk. Uh, it's amazing how if you just do a walk, that will help get rid of that constipation. Now, I'm not a constipated person. But there's no but, money in telling people to yeah, exercise, right? Yeah, to exercise. There's money in vibrating pills. There's money in laxatives. There's all that stuff. And this goes back to what we've all been learning over the last couple of years is big pharma will give you an excuse to be lazy just in order to pump you full of drugs. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Turn it on in the morning. Every morning. Come on, girl. And leave it all day long. Because they're funny, they're entertaining. Shake that booty. From 93.3 KZOZ. So we probably all have some bad habits. You know, some people drink too much. Some people like late night snacks. I don't know any of those people. Some people still smoke. And you know, whatever your decision. Selma Hayek's talking about her bad habit that happens in the middle of the night. Now, this is kind of odd. I'm not sure if I believe her or not. I have a, a long list, a long list of really bad habits. One bad habit is sometimes I just want a beer in the middle of the night, but then I start the beer and then it feels like it should go with some chips. And then once you have the salty, then you need like the chocolate for something sweet. And it's really hard to get back to bed and try to go to sleep. Must be nice not to have a Monday through Friday job, you know. Like if I, if, you know, if you win the lotto, then you live the life of a celebrity, right? And I know they work, but, you know, they work for a a short period of time. And then they have all this time off where you can get up at one o'clock in the morning and crack a beer. (laughs) It's so, so odd to me. I think the only thing I've ever craved in the middle of the night when I've got up, usually you get up, you go to the bathroom or something, and then, you know, I get thir- I want some water. I-, I don't want a beer. I mean, that's why, that's got to be why the, the structure of, um, of, of being poor is important to survival. Or not poor, but not, be, not being a lottery winner, I should say. It's got to be. Having to work, be, having to support yeah, yeah. yourself. Having some kind of responsibilities has got to be crucial for your overall health, right? Yeah, that's important because structure is important. Otherwise, you just wake up and you start drinking beer and then eat potato chips and then chocolate. (laughs) And then if it was me, I'd say, oh, I need a glass of milk. Oh, the next thing you know, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. You're like, I'm going to go back to bed when most people are getting up. (laughs) One of the things I used to do when I used to drink and go out, and uh, we'd go out on Friday and Saturday nights religiously, and boy, I mean, all the money I'm, I should show that to my wife that I'm saving. I don't do that anymore, but there was a, in my thirties, man, it was every Friday and Saturday. And I think you were, you were pretty close to that too. Is I would go and get like some sort of fast food and I'd order way too much mm-hmm. and I would pass out eating a cheeseburger or a taco or something. And I would just finish it and I would still have a, another cheeseburger or a taco there or two tacos there. Some French fries and curly fries I never finished. Then I'd wake up at like three hours later and I'd just see it sitting there going, oh, yeah, I got to finish that. I'd go get a glass of milk. I'd finish that. Now it's four o'clock in the morning and then I'd go pass out. Hold on. 
there was a question that you asked a couple of weeks ago, and I said there was no answer. I had no answer for it hot versus cold. What's something that you like to eat cold? And I've had a lot of time to sit on this, and that kind of behavior has um, has tipped me off to what I like to eat cold, what most people don't eat cold. And because of ordering too much food when you've had too much to drink and uh, waking up and seeing some of it sitting around. Now, it's not refrigerator cold, but it is definitely room temperature yes, cold. Yes, it's been sitting there on the table. I yeah. love jack-of-the-box tacos ah. at room temperature. They're so good. <laughs> really? That's so funny you say that. I have to heat those Something back up. Something about the grease. I like the grease is like coagulated. Oh, yes, I know. But you talk about. I was eating raw hot dogs, and you're like, oh, the film on your mouth. And I'm like, no, right? I know. That's and the and same listen, thing. It's the same effect, but something about the consistency of the tortilla and the... It's now the, chewy the, the instead of like, crunchy. Now, I don't ever get them with lettuce in them, and I think if I got them with lettuce in them, that, that would gross me out. It grosses me out anyways, but if the, I would not even touch it cold if it had lettuce in it. But if it doesn't have lettuce, because I only get it with this, the meat and the cheese and the sauce, I love jack-of-the-box tacos cold. It's not, not refrigerator cold, but room temperature, I should say. Crazy. So good. <laughs> I have a toaster oven just for that. I mean, not just for that, but uh, when I, yeah, they have to go back in the toaster oven. And thank well, God I, mine's I've, an air fryer. So you could, in, in seven minutes or five minutes, it'll get it crispy. Yeah, and, and I've tried it. I've tried re, reheating it. And I'm like, ah, I think I like it cold better. <laughs> oh, that's a weird one for me. <laughs> but I'll kill a filet of fish sandwich ice cold anytime. No problem. Working from home was great. Because this whole working from work thing sucks. I don't know, I just hate being at work. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. My go-to morning show. I listen every morning. On 93.3 KZOZ. How pathetic can some people be? Airbnb, here's another one. You could rent out a room in your house. Is it worth the extra hundred dollars? <laughs> To have some psychotic family show up with their luggage. <laughs> Hello. I couldn't do this. I couldn't rent out a room in my home. If I did, after they left, I'd have to burn the room <laughs> that they were in. I'd torch the mattress. I don't know what's falling out of people's ears into the Tempur-Pedic. Torch the bed. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. This is, this is like one man's treasure story right here. One man's treasure is another man's trash. And I, I have lots of questions about this. All right. Well, I'll do the best I can to uh, answer those questions for you. But what we know right now is there was a Florida couple. It was pressure washing their house. All right. If you've ever done this, get the pressure washer out. They moved all the patio furniture out into the middle of the yard. They pressure washed that and they left it there to dry. They were pressure washing their house. Well, the next morning it was trash day. And uh, right there at the end of the driveway where the street is in the mailbox, next to the front yard where the patio furniture was sitting, there was their garbage cans. And the garbage collection company came in and they grabbed the garbage and they emptied it and then they're like well hey what do you think this patio furniture is doing out in the middle of the grass 
Now, it's not on the curb. It's not in the street. It's not in the driveway. It's in their grass, in their lawn. Well, they decided to take that and throw it away as well. This this couple in Florida, not very happy about it because they're not getting anywhere. When they called the garbage collection company, they're like, well, hey, it was out to be thrown away. He's like, no, it wasn't. It was sitting in my grass. I would never set it over here by the trash. I'm not going to throw my furniture away. No, I wouldn't be throwing perfectly good furniture away and then leave the cushions behind. And I can't believe that the driver of the truck couldn't sit there and say, you know what, guys, don't mess with that stuff. That stuff looks new, which it was. Y'all made a mistake that day, and I'm just all I'm, all I'm expecting is just uh, for y'all to own up to it and just move on our merry way. Thousand bucks is what they're out. Thousand mm. dollars worth of new patio furniture. What do you mean? That thousand dollars is a lot. I realize there's patio furniture that can go, you know, upwards of two or three thousand dollars. Yeah, but patio furniture is like a like a car. The minute you take it off out of the showroom, it's gonna it's gonna lose its value a lot. Okay, let's okay. play a game. You're the garbage company. I'm this guy in Florida. Listen, jackass. If I went out to buy that stuff again, it would cost me at least a thousand dollars. So you're going to give me $1,000 so I can replenish what you took Here's the irresponsibly. Thing, okay. This is where it gets a bit confusing. Is they had all the cushions off of the furniture because they were doing some pressure washing. And then also up against the furniture, there were three window screens that were also thrown away as well. Okay. So... You have this situation where there's a bunch of stuff piled together and you're the garbage company and you're driving by and you're like, oh, I wonder if that's uh, some trash that they want to throw out as well. And they made a, a judgment decision and they're like, OK, yeah, let's go ahead. and uh, Did they throw, throw the window screens away, too? Yeah. Were they supposed to take the window screens? No, they weren't because yeah. these guys piled because everything up. Garbage should be out on the curb, the streets, the end of the driveway, not in the middle of the damn yard. For God's sakes, people, come maybe on. Maybe they wanted us to take this too. Listen, and I, here's the thing. Here's what maybe, happened to me. Here's what happened to me. Maybe the furniture was so hideous that off. the gar- garbage people are like, hey, we see a lot of garbage. And that, that looks like garbage. My garbage day's on Friday. They come at 9 o'clock. All right. They'll be here at 9 o'clock this morning. Every damn Friday, I can see them at the, at the window of my, of my home studio here when they drive up to get the garbage. I take the garbage out usually 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, right about the time my wife leaves for work. Sometimes she'll roll it down. My parents were here. You and I were working before Christmas. It's the Friday before Christmas. The guy came at 7 a.m., that's a very important garbage day. He came at 7, not 8, not yeah. 9, like he normally does. 9, 9.30. He came at 7. So I uh, called the garbage company. They're coming through the next day, by the way. They got, they got other houses. Their trucks are out. They, won't, they can't pick up my garbage. They, they work on Saturdays? They work on Saturdays, yes. Couldn't pick up my garbage. They have Sundays off. I said, what about Monday? No, we're busy. We can come Wednesday. I go, yeah. okay, I got you. I, you have to come because Christmas is coming and I got to get this, you know, garbage emptied because I'm going to have a lot more garbage, you know, Christmas packages. Oh, it's going to be nine ninety five extra. I go, your <laughs> truck's already going to be through here and the jackass can't two hours early. Oh, no, it says right in your contract, you have to have your garbage cans out by 7 a.m. And I have a video or a photo uh, from the truck at your house with no cans out. 
I'm looking at it right now. Ooh. I tell you, this is the third time I've called them, and they give me this. Wait, the garbage can Yes, they have have cameras on the trucks. Yes, they they have have truck cams, body cams. (laughs) Son of a bitches. I said, all right, we'll bring it over for $9.95. I guess I got to get rid of this garbage. I, and, you know, we pay more than we should for garbage. It's a local small... It's a... Uh, I hate them. I hate them. And I feel like I might just load up my truck one day with my garbage when they don't pick it up, and I'll just take it over there, and I'll dump it at their shop. That and, dude... And then I'll probably that, get arrested and have to go to jail or some stupid crap, so I probably shouldn't do that. That dude in Florida that sounds remarkably similar to this guy? I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. <laughs> by the way, I don't take no orders from no women. He said that, I would never um, set it over here by the trash. <laughs> <laughs> same guy. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> he said that... Uh, they called and called and called the trash people and and said, "Hey, well, you guys made a mistake. You made a mistake. Mistake. Left lots of messages. They had nothing. They didn't get a response or anything like that. Then eventually, the trash company. <laughs> this would be me if I worked for the trash company. The trash company sent a guy out to talk to him and discuss the matter. And uh, the guy that uh, sounds like this guy. Uh, I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. By the way, I don't take no orders from no women. He said that the representative from the trash company just laughed at him and didn't offer to make anything right and left. Unbelievable. You know what? I do. I do agree with you on one thing. Trash companies have far too much power. Yes. Far too much power. Way too Just much. Just like every utility in the world, they have far too much power. Gas, electric, water, they've all got far too much power. Uh, for y'all to own up to it and just move on our merry way. Privatize it all. Give it competition, and people aren't going to be throwing away. Well, I think they are private. Furniture. I mean, I think you know, waste management is a privately owned company. Oh yeah, company. It's private, but you get one contract. Yeah, you don't get I a mean, choice. Big, I don't. Got, I don't. I don't get to say, hey, I want um, you know this trash company to come and get my stuff. Uh, it, you're you're beholden to. Yeah, there needs to be the more trash competition. company that your city has a, has a contract with. Yeah, exactly. So, congratulations to this uh, trash company in Florida. I don't know who it is, but. You guys are stupid, inconsiderate, and they don't take any orders from no women. Congratulations, you're Jeff and Jeremy. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.